What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode eight of Four to Score Sports. This week, we're joined with Trip Harris. He's at Carolina. He was on a few months ago, a few episodes ago. He's doing his thing over there. Uh, as always, Mr. Devontae Keith, teaching the NC State athletes, doing a great job there. And also, uh, for week number three in a row, I believe, we have Mr. Colt Powell doing his thing at NC State. Uh, this week we're going to go over. Uh, our, we're going to go in a reverse order again, like we normally, or like we did last week. Sorry, we're going to go through some forgotten athletes that he played for who. Then we're going to do our best or our favorite thirty for thirty. Then our favorite sports moment that we played in. Then obviously, then we'll go into our NFL recap picks, everything like that. We're going to talk a little bit about maybe Trevor Lawrence just came out. He had Corona, and then we're going to go with some baseball world series just ended hope that sounds great let's go ahead and jump right into it this week a forgotten athlete just an athlete that you know wasn't absolutely horrible or might have had a lot of media coverage or anything like that that people would probably just forgot about i'll start us off mine is ty montgomery you remember him the running back stanford's finest uh, thanks tata Ty, he, who was he? He played for the the Packers, right? Stanford Trees. Yeah. Packers. Now he's with the – he's a uh, fourth – no, third string running back for the Saints. I just for, I forgot about him. Yeah. The name. He, had, who, he played for somebody in between where he actually got rips. Like, he, he, went off, he went off against Tampa Bay this year. For – <laughs> One carry for negative four yards. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Was he with the? Oh yeah, he was with the Jets. He was yeah. Baltimore too. Baltimore, Baltimore. the Jets. Yeah, he got drafted, he got drafted receiver, by the, right, and then they forced him yeah. to play running back, pretty much, because everybody kept getting hurt. Are you sure it wasn't the opposite? Because he, he was, was on Packers. Back. He was a running back to begin with, I thought, and then he switched. I don't know. Either way. If you go on fantasy, he's up there for RBWR, but he's still number 88 playing in the backfield. So he was a receiver. Anyways, all right, Cole, who you got? Um, so mine, um, I thought I got mine from I was watching college game day and I was just thinking of the commentators and who I really like. A lot of people didn't know that Desmond Howard actually played football. Desmond Howard was a beast, man. He won a Heisman at Michigan, and then he went to the NFL, and I think he was actually drafted by Washington, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. He was drafted by Washington, and I think his best year, he had, like, maybe 700 rushing yards, but after that, his next best year was, like, 300 to 400, so he kind of fell off, but he was a beast in college, and he's still one of my favorite commentators slash analysts of college football. Yeah, that was – wow. I forgot about – he played – all right. Desmond's a beast, man. Keith, who you got? I got – so I was initially thinking we were going to go to our remember when moment. So I randomly started thinking about Boise State. And I thought about Ian Johnson, odd number 41, who was like – his straight line speed was crazy. Um, he – this man won a bowl game off like a breakaway, I guess, halfback dive, and that man went to the sideline and proposed to his girlfriend. That was cute. And then 
How long ago was this? This was 2000s. I, I was in high school, so you were probably in daycare. <laughs> I so ain't never heard of this guy. Thank you. The 80s. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Ian Johnson, he I don't think he got drafted and he didn't really deserve it, but he was he was a beast at Boise State for what it's worth. Number 41, Ian Johnson. He proposed to his girl. I don't even know if they're still together. I'm gonna look him up on the ground, see what he up to. <laughs> Let us know. Trip, who's your worst? Um Notre Dame's finest, uh, Manti Teo. Um I'm not real sure what happened to him, but he had a really good year and I think like twenty fifteen or something like that. And then um Girlfriend broke up. Well, well no, that Jeez. that was um before the draft. Because he was gonna be I don't even know when he got drafted. He was like top he's gonna be a top pick. And mm-hmm. then he um yeah, he had mental issues with his girlfriend that didn't exist. <laughs> um mental issues with the girlfriend that didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't have to say he had mental issues, like they were arguing or something. And he dropped up. him back at twenty picks. Mm. Yeah, he had something going on. If he believed he he was dating this girl that didn't exist, mm. he's on the Chicago practice squad now. Dang, that's sad. If you so if you God. go on fantasy sites and like just go back to the old players who used to be good. It's kind of sad to see like what happened to him. Like Paul Perkins, who had that those string of two games where he was good with the Giants, he was on somebody's practice squad. And actually, going back to Ian Johnson, I just looked it up. He used to crochet in his spare time and gave beanies away to his teammates after being prohibited from selling them by the NCAA. So that tells you what type of dude Ian Johnson was. Strange. <laughs> I don't have a clue who Ian Johnson is. You got to do your Googles, man. Find the I just typed in Ian Johnson, and it's a Beijing-based writer. No. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't, he might be now. Did you put in Boise State? He it, it it looks like, what the heck? See? Dude, he's like a Blake Griffin combined with, like, exactly. I don't know, Bartolo Colon. <laughs> <laughs> This dude right. is ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Let's go to the he played for who. We'll send it back around. Trip, who's your guy for he played for who? This is just a player who everyone forgets he played for this team. Like his jersey looks weird. Things like that. Um, I think I'll have to go with um, the Denver Broncos finest, um, Champ Bailey. Um, he played for the um, Washington Redskins at the time. I see someone um, doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> what? We've spotted the imposter. Look at it. Yeah, there's an imposter in this. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I've already used about to it. get voted out. We about used us. Just know uh, so you've used it. You use this topic thing before. Yes, we do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Whoa. Whoa. Where are your real friends at? Keith, who's yours? Man, I'm a okay. I'm gonna go with um, Randy Moss for the Raiders. He kind of, I don't. It was a weird time. Everybody was in weird places. This was like the in between time before, like all the big legends were just ready to call it quits. And Randy Moss decided he was going going to the 
Raiders, and he was literally the only good player, even at his age. I forgot who was his quarterback. His quarterback was Kerry yes. Collins, and his running back was Justin Fargus. Nobody exactly, nobody that y'all know. And he was he was on his own, so he was just like, man, if I, know I think that's when he went to the Patriots. Kerry, chill out, Kerry. You K. say Kerry or Terry? Kerry Collins. Oh, I've heard I of him. Sporkle. Okay. <laughs> I don't ever guess him though. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um. So last week I did mine on a Cowboys player. I'm gonna do it again mm. on a Cowboys player. I'm gonna go mm. with the second best running back in Dallas Cowboys franchise history, Tony Dorsett. Got traded to the uh, I believe it was the Denver Broncos. Just looking mm-hmm. at that, it 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 doesn't it doesn't look right. I I was like looking at pictures of it the other day because um they were talking about like Zeke and like Dor- where he matches up against like Dorsett and Smith, but and then I saw like him in a Denver jersey, and that's back when Denver had like those burnt orange jerseys with the blue helmets, and it just mm-hmm. did not look right at all. It didn't add up. Oof. Hmm. Okay, well. Yeah, I know what you mean. Just some of these jerseys don't look right. Yeah, um, they don't. I don't know. You guys, uh, Casey Hayward. Y'all know mm. him. Yeah. Who's Cornerback. he for? Uh, the Chargers. Who do you associate him with? That's what I should have said. The Chargers. Did he pay for the Packers? Packers well, there you go. He played for the Packers. And, uh, you know, you're just yeah. really thinking about that. You think Casey Hayward Chargers. He's been there yeah. for a while now. Yeah, I had no clue he played for the Packers. I'm pretty sure I saw a TikTok or something the other day. <laughs> That's why he got drafted, right? The I, I don't know. But he played for the Packers. And I was like, wow, I thought he'd been on the Chargers this whole career. Yeah, you know? I, feel like I could be wrong that he went with them to the um, Super Bowl. Real quick, since Colt said something about a Cowboys player, it just popped up in my mind. Both of y'all Cowboy lovers, well, all three of y'all Cowboy lovers, <laughs> um, y'all forgot all about Marion Barber the third man. Marion Barber didn't play. had the best dreads in the league. He never, Barber's he never went stuff. to another team. But it's just like I feel like the league, like league and people in general, just disrespect. Like they forget how dominant Marion Barber was. And then T.O. Like, was on the team with him. Marion Barber had the team, man. It was T.O. and who else? Uh, Miles Patrick Austin. Creighton. Patrick Creighton. Miles Austin was a dog. Terry Glenn. Yeah. Didn't he die? Yeah. I'm going to stop doing that. But, yeah, he definitely died. Um, yeah, Marion Barber III, bro. I hope he's doing great. I hope he's living life pretty well. Marion Barber III, we miss him. They don't, run, right. they don't run the ball like him no more. Say that one more time. They don't run the ball like him no more. What do you mean by that? Him. They don't, man. They don't. They don't got. They don't have that dog in them anymore. They don't run over. They don't run over people anymore. They don't. Henry. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, never mind. It must be the hair. It must be the hair. But see, Marion Barber wasn't even that tall, and he was doing the same thing, not as fast. Like he obviously he wasn't as fast as Henry, but Marion. But I give it to y'all. Marion Barber set the standard. So that's my positive cowboy thing of the day. That's probably the last thing you get. Somebody clip that. All right. Anyways, that's our – he played for who, you know. Now we've got our uh, favorite 30 for 30. Uh, this is a topic where I had, like, three separate options. And uh, I'll start this one out. 
My three options were the Lakers-Celtics three-part little series. I like that one a lot. And then I also like the, what, four days in October, the one about the Red Sox coming back from being down 3-0 on the Yankees, on my Yankees, back in, what, 04, was it? Mm-hmm. And then, but the one I'm going to go with is not even just because I go to NC State, but mine's going to be the Survive and Advance, the one mm-hmm. about the NC State men's basketball team from 80. Four was it? Something like that, yeah. Back in the 80s. But uh, essentially, the whole premise of it was NC State men's basketball wasn't even going to make the NCAA tournament unless they won the, pretty much won the ACC tournament. And then they weren't supposed to be any good there. And then they ended up, I mean, obviously winning the NCAA tournament. And with a bunch of close games, a bunch of last-second shots, and they actually won the game against Houston. Hakeem Olajuwon, Claude Drexler on the, what were they called? Five Slamma Jamma. Five Slamma Jamma. But um, they won that game off of a buzzer beater. And all it is, it's a great story because uh, that's right around the time uh, where Jimmy V was at his absolute peak, everything like that. And obviously NC State, nobody really shows State that love that often. So big go pack there. Colt's got his lights on red back there. I can see it. Then, um, light them red. Yeah, light it red. But uh, yeah, anyways, so that's my that's my favorite 30 for 30. I think that one's one of the best ones. I also like the You Don't Know Bo. The ones oh, that's Bo really Jackson. good. I love that one. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Cole, who you got? What's yours? Yeah, so I had a couple like you. I really like the Celtics and the Lakers one. Um, I really like the four days of October, me being a Red Sox fan. Um, so it came down to my top two. I really like the one about um, the Fab Five. Um, I, I really like learning about, obviously I didn't get to watch them play, but I don't know, like just learning about them being the bad guys. Nobody really liked them. I guess I kind of cheer to tend to cheer for the bad guys. Um, and that kind of leads me to my number one, my number one, my favorite is, um, I hate Christian Leitner. I love <laughs> Christian Leitner. Christian mm-hmm. Leitner is one of the best. I didn't say the best so chill. One of the best college basketball players of all time. He got, um, moved up to that 1992 dream team. Obviously didn't have um, too much of an impact there, but yeah, he made um, it over Shaq. Why? I, I don't know. I don't know. The hype, but, the hype, the media, the marketing. That's probably why. Christian Leitner is a dog. Well, he was a dog. He didn't really amount to nothing in the NBA. My Timberwolves didn't do nothing for them there. But um, yeah, all I mean, me being a Duke fan, I really like the documentary as well. I hate Christian Leitner. <laughs> Keith. Man, I don't have any top three or anything. The best thirty for the best thirty for thirty I've ever seen was that series about the U. That series was amazing. Oh, yeah. Like just seeing all of it, seeing like I love to see Greg Olson in the negative light, and he tried to act like that wasn't his life. The seventh like, floor crew. From yeah, and I'm, I'm seventh saying, like, floor yeah, crew, baby. That's I never, Greg Olson. Is going to the NFL Hall of Fame based off his verse in that song alone. I'll tell you that right now. I just never appreciated the fact that he was like, somebody asked him about it and he was like, no, that he basically like said, I didn't do that. Like, come on, man. Like, that was your past life. But in general, just seeing like how far they came and how they, I don't know, they, they just immersed themselves, but they basically created a whole campus culture and then whole Miami culture. And I, I just kept thinking, like, at, matter of fact, I did a paper on, um, I think it was the University of Miami. And some of the stuff I found, like, through reading and stuff, like, 
the they had somebody that was a used car salesman who basically with the Ponzi schemes and stuff, that's how they got in trouble. It says more about it on the 30 for 30. But man, they were into some scandalous stuff. But boy, could those boys play and they could rap too. And the crazy yeah. thing about it, like that whole that whole crew, like the only people the that actually made it to the crew. league was Greg Olson, Tavares Good, and and I can't remember who else, but a bunch of them didn't even make it, which is kind of wild to think because all of them were pretty good. So it makes you think like who made it in over them. I like that uh one Super Bowl when the Panthers were in the Super Bowl a few years back against the Broncos, they were like doing all these questions and stuff. And this YouTuber, I don't even know who it was. He came up and like Greg Olson's up there being serious, like what the game plan's gonna be and what he plans to do after the season and everything. And some guy just goes up, Greg Olson, Greg, 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 you're my favorite rapper. And he's like, No, 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 no. Next question. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. He acted like that wasn't part of his life. You got his out on the internet, like the pictures, <laughs> all of that is on the internet. Just own up to hard. it. Um, I don't really watch 30 for 30s. Um, the only like one I can remember, like for the most part, is the one about Steve Bartman. Um, <laughs> the guy that like leaned over the fence to catch the foul ball like, for the Chicago Cubs and Yo. started them. Um, and kept the curse going for them. What was it? The, is it called the goat curse or something? I don't even know. Or Billy Goat. Curse of the Billy Goat. Is that right? I think. I think it's right. Y'all probably. I don't know. Yeah, Anyways, no I think it's Curse of the Billy Goat. Wrong guy. But curse, um, Curse of the yeah, Billy Goat. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, let me look it up. Thirty for thirty. Chicago Cubs. Curse of the Billy Goat. Um. Placed in the Chicago Cubs in 1945. It lasted 71 years. <laughs> and I was just basically a curse. The name, for them not the name of the 30 for 30. That's the name it's of catching it? Catching Hell. No. The catching 30 Hell. 30 30s Catching Hell. Yeah. Yeah. But it just kept it going on, even though they had all the momentum to go further in the playoffs. They blame it all on Steve Bartman because they didn't get that out. That eventually led to them losing. They should have just jumped him if it was that big of an <laughs> they, issue. They, they, they had to escort him out, and he received death threats for many months after that. And, like, is he all people right? knew like, who is he was. still living? Yeah, yeah, he's still doing fine, but, like, well, back then, moves, then, they were serious contenders. Oh. Imagine being him. <laughs> like, you just want to catch a foul ball and, like, give it to your daughter or something. Mm-hmm. Everyone's literally did, did, trying to kill you. Do you know you. how it happened, though? What? Like he, he wasn't even watching the game. No, he no, he had the radio going. He was literally watching the game while he was there, and the radio was slightly delayed. And so um when the radio said he hit the ball, whatever, Steve Martin, that's when he then looked up and got the ball. He wasn't initially watching the game. <laughs> I don't <laughs> All right. He was there, but he wasn't watching the game. Yes, yeah, so that's that's the worst kind of thing. He like... just yeah. Whenever like I watch it a baseball game, like people behind home plate, back when people were allowed to go to sports games, um, and people behind the home plate are just like sitting on their phones the whole game, like that just makes me so mad. Like Facts. pay attention. But, yeah, uh moving on. Now we're gonna go trip's gonna swing it back around to us. Our favorite played sports movie. This was an idea brought up by a listener uh by the name of Devontae Keith last week. And 
Yeah, yeah you brought group. it up in our group chat. Ah, crazy. No, I'm tripping. All right. Yeah, yeah so this is a, a moment where we were playing a sport, uh, our favorite moment from this sport, or our favorite just sports mm -hmm. memory from when we actually played. Trip, you look a little confused up there. Do you want like high school or do you want like younger? Or I want your favorite sports your favorite. moment ever. Like, what are you going to tell your little Carstens about when they come two years from now? Um, <laughs> two years from now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to go to, it was sometime March 2019. Um, Trip Harris stepped on the mound and pursued <laughs> utter dominance this. against the Vance County Vipers. Um, Trip Harris faced 15 batters, got to a three-ball count twice. Um, no one got on base um, at all. No one had an error at all. That's what you call a perfect game, Devontae. Um, so I was in the paper. I know, big deal. Me and Spencer were in the paper at the same time, Spencer Breakhouse. So they were talking about him going like one for four, and they were talking about me throwing a perfect game. So I guess it's right beside each other. I didn't even play in that game. You didn't need to. I didn't even, I didn't even <laughs> I need know, the defenders. I, wow. I know. Look at him feeling himself. Got his head laid back. Oh, Trip Harris, the goat. I remember in Trip the dugout that game, Trip, because that was when I was hurt. I remember in the dugout, everyone's like, I really hope Trip don't get a perfect game because we're going to hear about this forever. And oh, yeah. <laughs> everyone was really – because I remember they hit a ball to center field at the towards the end of the game, and everyone's like <gasps> – because – no, but they, they said um they then they, they tell y'all not to be excited or something. In the <laughs> yeah, coach Coach Lou told us they're like don't don't get excited for him like. <laughs> You're dumb. Hey, trip. Baby. You deserve that hate. Dang, they told you <laughs> not to be happy for you. It's all right though. You happy for you? Is what it That's is. Really, all that matters. Go ahead, Keith. What's yours? Man, so mine is kind of dumb. So. <laughs> Football was never really my first love, and I didn't start playing it until junior year. But something that always sticks in my mind, besides the fact that I had the chance to block Kareem Deep Martin, food. that was a that was a mistake. Well, it wasn't a mistake. Like I held my own, but yeah, I should have known then. Like, no, I'm not playing in college. But um, my senior year, um, the whole time I played offensive lineman and. Really? Then senior year, they just got the bright idea to put me on the defensive line during the playoffs. Like, I had never played regular season. Everybody was fine. Nobody was hurt. And they put me on um, defense against – it was a trash team, Pascatank out in Elizabeth City. So, we were playing them at the Bird, um, at Crow Patterson Field, where dreams are made, dreams are broken, <laughs> all that type of stuff. But anyway, like, they put me on defense, and I just snapped. Like, I'm not an aggressive person, but, man, tackling, I was like, oh, my God, this is what I've been missing out on. So that was – out of all – everything in my life, that's the one thing I regret. I should have played defense in high school. So I ended up with, like, let's see, maybe I think, I think that's four, my regret four too. tackles. You said what? Anyway. I think that's I'm my regret, about, too. You, you hold your thought. You got four tackles. But then <laughs> another memorable moment when they took us to East Bladen, home of Laurel Murchison – um, current Tennessee Titan. Yes, sir. Go back. They put Go me. Pack. They put me on defense, and boy, they rocked my world. Like I was not ready to be uh, double teamed by people that were twice my size. 
in 1A football. But such is life. <laughs> it's a good learning experience that let me know that college football was not for me. I was not ready for that sacrifice. So, yeah, I'm a beast. I'm a dog. I'm an NFL monster. I'm that defensive line. Speaking of a, a dog, Colt, what's yours? Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, so my favorite sports moment was uh, Ryan Richardson mm. hitting a 300-mile-an-hour fastball right back at me. No, I'm joking. Um, mm. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, like, obviously, like, I've been playing sports for a while, baseball and basketball, and I've had, like, no hitters, and I think I've had, like, one perfect game. I've got balls over there and stuff. But my favorite was, like, I don't know, it was, like, five or six U playing SGAA, South Gramble Athletic Association, playing mm. at the corner field up here in Butner. I remember it was Coach's mm. pitch. Everybody threw it underhand. My coach threw it to me overhand. <laughs> felt like the man. Felt like the man. He lobbed it in there. Hit my very first home run and a big barrel bat. My mom later told me that she rolled that bat and it was unloaded. So uh, <laughs> I was basically cheating. But, you know, I felt like the man rounded the bases. No jogging, sprinted all the way around, got the Kirk home base, And then I just – <laughs> I just rolled like I like halfway to third to home. I just got on the ground and like stopped, drop, and rolled like rolled the home plate and like touched it with my shoulder. And then my friend uh, Lucas came up after me and then he hit his first home run. Oh my god! I thought my celebration was crazy. He rounded third. He did a freaking cartwheel and did a backflip standing on home plate. Uh, we wow. just felt like we were the how we were old the were you? We were meant. I don't know. He was dumb athletic. I don't know. It's like. So I think it goes from T-ball to like coaches pitch and then it's that little machine thing where they're like that and then they let it go. So I, I don't know. I guess it was like seven or eight, somewhere around there, but it was my very first home run. Hit it with a yellow Easton. Oh, dude, that was crazy, bro. You still got that bet. Hell yeah. I use it for Hell whipple yeah. ball tournaments. Yeah. You were just keeping it loaded, locked and loaded. Dude, she didn't tell me. She was like, she was because we were talking about it like a year ago, and she, she was like, "Yeah, by the way, you know I cheated for you, right?" I was like, "What?" She was like, "Yeah, I rolled that bat." I was like, "Stop lying." She was like, "No, I'm so serious. Why do you think everybody on your travel team wanted to use it?" I was like, "Get out of here, bro." Cheating and coach oh. bitch. <laughs> Hell yeah, y'all. That's a family of winners right there, dang. I swear to God, she went all out. <laughs> You look like you're in absolute disgust right now. All right, like you never rolled a bat. <laughs> you look like you look like you got your first five years off roll bats. To be honest, you look like a roll bat. <laughs> Dang lemon, you look like an oversized lemon over there. Speaking oh. of, if you are watching this and watching our our faces and everything on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. I'm still way behind on the video. I'm going to post this one, though, just because of that, that little insult right there. You got a YouTube video? <laughs> yeah. Got, Trip, you're horrible. All no, right. right? Where are your real friends at, man? <laughs> Central was my real friend. I'm a friend. busy person. Anyways, my favorite played sports moment is going to be my senior year of high school in baseball. I was debating between baseball and swim for this one, but nobody wants to hear about swimming. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> you like, nobody cares about I that. I don't want to hear about baseball for real. I don't. I you went to every baseball game, uh, every home game we had. Man, I was stealing y'all's money. Don't do that. I'm playing. <laughs> I won't take hey, it. Somebody clip that and send it to Franklin County. 
Dog, some people did steal from y'all just by walking in because I definitely wasn't about to hog them down over it. <laughs> Somebody told me. What are you, as long talking, as wait, what are you talking about? Paid, Somebody told me as long as those ref were paid, then we are good money. The refs got paid, we were good money. So whoever slid in, they slid in. But anyway, go ahead and tell us about your baseball adventures. <laughs> well, Bowden High School had a big tradition of uh, one was losing to Greenville Central twice a year for some reason. And two, two is losing in the first round of the playoffs, sadly. For a few years there we did. Uh, we got upset, but everything. My senior year, you know, we'd go in the first round. Like we had a pretty good season. What did we go in the regular season? Like twenty and six or something like that. Somewhere around there, something like when, that. This year, my our uh, senior year. Uh, probably twenty and six, somewhere around there. Either way, but um, we did good. Like everyone was like, "Oh, it's baseball. They're just gonna lose in the first round of the playoffs, like always." Mm. You know, and <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie, the thought was in our mind. Like, and we ended up winning that game, like, one to nothing. So, we play in the second round. We got a home game, and we won that game, like, three to two. Then we go and we play this school called Ledford, and they were a two seed in the state. And I'm pretty sure their record was, like, 24 and two at this time. Uh, They have a few D1 commits. A few of them are playing at NC State. Go Pack right now. But um, this game, I just – I don't know what it was. It was a long ride there. We got out of school probably like right after first period. No, I'm just kidding. I don't even know. But uh, to start the game, Bun, we we started, and nobody nobody gave us a snowball's chance in hell to win this game. Nobody gave us the slightest chance. But we started the game. We had bases loaded, and what? No outs, and we didn't score a run. And they ended up with bases loaded with one out, didn't score a run or whatever. We were in oh, pickoff. I, I got you. Um, I know there was bases loaded two outs at one point because I struck out to make the third out. <laughs> Sounds sound about That's right. <laughs> anyway, welcome. But this game, like, we're just going around, and I'm not gonna lie, I was never a good hitter in baseball, but I'd be damned if I couldn't bump one down the line to get on base. Like, it, it, it was easy. Like, you just put one down. Third baseman's playing deep. They see like a, a like a pretty tall center fielder, so oh he might have a little bit of power. Well, I'm in the nine hole for a reason in this game. <laughs> well, I'm over there, I'm looking, and uh, we had this little thing where I was fast enough to where honestly, if I put one down, if I bunted one, I could run and get on base, or whatever. So we have a runner on third with two outs, runner on second and third with two outs, I believe, and. I hear our coach over in the dugout, he's going, yeah, 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 yeah. And that was a signal for, I'm not even sure if the whole team knew it, uh, Ryan bunt one, like put it down, get it down, whatever. And then I was just kind of like, oh, okay, like nobody up there is expecting the nine hole hitter to go up there and do anything off of these kids that are really good at baseball and everything. Well, I bunt one and I get one down and I beat it out at first base and everybody absolutely erupts. And we're playing in an away game. They had a lot of people there. I think somebody told us that the final ticket sales for them were like 850 some because like there were people inside the school watching it or something like that. I don't know. It was just really fun. We ended up winning that game in the third round of the playoffs to go on to have another home game against Random in high school. And uh, that game was pretty electric. Too. What? Well, all right. Did What happened to those, uh, the dude that was like my size? Like, where is he playing at? 
I something tells me Coastal Carolina for the for Randleman, right? Yeah. Something tells me Coastal because he had a really high exit velocity, like 105 off the bat or something. Dang. I'm pretty sure it was really high. I thought you said one of them was going to state. We were down four to nothing, hit back to back home runs to tie it up. Pretty fun. Yeah, that's my moment for baseball. I I played that game too. I got one at bat that game. Which one? I grounded a random one. I grounded into a double play. What'd you. I'm not even going to say that to you. I'm not even going to use that on you. I'm not going to blast you, put you on blast like that. Um, anyways. <laughs> what, Trump? I don't know what you're talking about. What'd you do against Ledford? I struck out three times. <laughs> At least three times. I don't even know what they let me, let me get a fourth try. <laughs> Something happened the trip. Like, his streak just, like, wore off. I don't know what you were on, man. They moved me from second. All the way down to like sixth. I was hitting, I was leading the team in batting average, hitting second. They were like, oh, let's switch it up because everyone else sucks right now. So they moved me down for some reason. I'm hitting like 350 at the time. Mate, no, I'll, I'll say like 320. Trip was hitting like, no, you were in like 350 through like I was, I was leading games. the team in batting average. Yeah, I know yeah. that. And then they moved <laughs> the me down. And he cooled off like, hey, something's going on. Sure, didn't you do the math or something like that of what you, you did? You know he did. Ten games. You know he did. Anyways, but that's our favorite sports moments. We'll probably have more things like that. I don't know. I kind of enjoyed that. But okay, 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 here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, my last ten games of baseball, I went two for thirty-seven. <laughs> what? Before before oh, that, that I was it. I was hitting three sixty-four. <laughs> two for thirty-seven. Yeah, it's point oh five four. Hey, trip trip was <laughs> trip was throwing game for y'all, man. Somebody was sliding him some money. You know that's how he got us headed to Carolina. One that somebody was on the board and they were like, "Hey, you do this, you win." And trip was like, "Yeah." And look where he's at now. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Speaking of another thing from Carolina, one time we were playing the game against Franklinton, and we had a scout for Carolina there watching one of our guys. And apparently the scout went up to this kid and goes, that is the sorriest baseball team I've ever seen in my life. Dang. <laughs> we won I, I, that might be the last game I hit second. Because <laughs> we suck. Okay, either way, hit that uh, game. That, we're moving on. Those are our favorite sports moments. Now, going in, uh, just came out. Trevor Lawrence has coronavirus. And that means, that means he's going to be out, right? Uh, yeah, at least two games. Who does Clemson even play? Like that that that's the real college. they play BC. They play BC this this week. Oh, so instead of Clemson winning by 112, I've got Clemson by 109. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it. I got them 45 to 12. 45 to 12. They're gonna win big time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, that don't matter. Trip, trip, do you have an upset going for Boston? Excuse me, Boston College. No. What's the line on that game? No, we need um, we need we need Clemson <laughs> to win out. Did y'all see the, did y'all see the did y'all oh. see the line on the Clemson or not the Clemson the Chiefs game this weekend? No, what is it? It's probably nineteen insane. and a half. Who are they playing? The, the Jets. Jets. I feel like the Jets been trying to surprise people as far as defensively because who did they play last last time? The Bills they played them fairly. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, they. I mean, I thought. I thought they would have a chance to win. I'm not a Josh Allen believer just yet. <laughs> Moving on. More All right, we're going to recap our games. Uh, obviously, everyone knows Keith, Falcons fan, Colt, myself, Cowboys fans, Trip, Washington fan. Trip's flexing on the camera. Might just be yawning. Might be a natural thing. Uh, who has the worst record out of all of us? Is it Falcons? You do that, Ron. Don't be a dick. You do that. You no, want to win? Y'all lost. Yes, it was bad. Bad again. It was the Lions. Yes, because I remember I saw this meme. It was like Lions and Falcons. Who's going to blow the lead in the fourth quarter? Were we the first team to lose off a of touchdown? <laughs> like, what sense does that make? It was like I knew it was over. I was watching it, doing my schoolwork, watching it, and like my body just got like agitated because I knew I felt it. Because um, he scored, and I think it was uh, Gerard Davis. He put his hands up, like touchdown. I'm like, oh my yeah, god, yeah. that is Matt Stafford, and that is our defense. So I was like, bro, I oh, I'm about to lose it. And sure enough, Kenny Galladay makes this crazy snag over. Uh, it might have been AJ Terrell. Of course, it's Kenny AJ Galladay Terrell. against AJ, AJ Terrell. AJ Terrell. He called it. And they tried to review it. I'm like, y'all are stupid. That's Kenny Galladay. And he was wide open over AJ Terrell. He caught the ball, stopped prolonging it. And Matt Prater had actually missed one, like, close to that same distance. And sure enough, the touchdown goes to who else? But Danny freaking Amendola. I thought it was All TJ people. Hawkinson. It was Hawkinson. I thought it was, it was, it was Hawkinson. Oh, no. Danny, Danny Amendola got that first uh, catch. And then TJ Hawkinson got it. So I think DJ Shockley, I think he's like an analyst or something. He was explaining the play, and um, boy, I was pissed just looking at it. But I don't know, I don't know. And now I'm sitting here looking at this game, and it looks promising. But Julio keeps getting shut down right there at the corner of the end zone, and I'm thinking maybe we do need to trade him. Like maybe he'll do that no. elsewhere. You can't say that. You can't say that. I don't. I don't know, bro. Like. What what's this deal? What's going on? Like where's where's that dog at? Go get the dog. I think they, the, I um, think they need to bed. throw it um Hayden Hurst. I think they should they throw did it to a couple times. <laughs> He's injured. Calvin ain't? really just went out the game with an injury. Just oh really? I got in case you had it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on because I'm not trying to. Now, anyways, it. no. But I saw a picture from this game, and it was it was a picture of the Lions, like them holding up the touchdown and time or whatever it was like imagine having to explain this to someone that doesn't watch football yes like, I, like it is the first time in nfl history that i can ever think of that a team has lost because they scored but uh, I, I mean i remember with the rams back when they were dominant todd Gurley. he there were a few times where i remember him going down at the very end of the game like instead of taking yep. touchdowns yeah. and stuff he's done that a few times and I, he just mm -hmm. dropped out of nowhere, and I just switch the ball, which hand the ball's in, maybe something like that. I don't know. I don't know what. But he, he got tackled. The thing is, he got tackled and fought through the tackle just to land past the um, plane. I, bro, mm, I said some things that I shouldn't have. I meant it, but I said some things I shouldn't have that game. I, I hope they bounce back from it. Anyway, let's move on. What do you think? What do you think right now about the Carolina game? Well, the second quarter, 
It's 13 to 14. Panthers are up because for some reason, Curtis Samuel is toting the ball on us, like not even catching the ball. He's getting yards and touchdowns. So, again, I don't know what to think, but I think we can pull this out. Sensible uniforms, so I think we'll pull it out. Also, weird, weird fact, I never knew how big Matt Ryan's feet were. <laughs> Come on, bro. All right. I didn't notice it. I didn't notice it until he started run, he started running. Like he Matt Ryan got our first touchdown off his wheels and them feet, them clown shoes, clown shoes. Oh anyway. All right. I I mean uh I think in this game, I'm not gonna lie, I had Carolina before. Obviously, it's going on right now. If you're listening to this, obviously the game's over. You guys know who won. I had Carolina going in. I like Teddy two gloves. Panthers don't look bad, and the Falcons do look bad. So that, that's all I had to say about it. Three and four, one and six. It was terrible. Y'all y'all have anything, Colt Trip, about this? Um, the Panthers? Yeah, Colt, give me some positivity. I think I need it. Man, I like week in and week out, I literally picked the Falcons because I'm higher on the Falcons than most people. I told you that. And it was like a game that they had. Like, literally, all Gurley has to do is just, like, go to whichever side that that Koo likes and just drop down. And then he loses his balance and goes into the end zone. And it's like, well, Jesus, there's too much time, even if there's no timeouts. Mm -hmm. It's Matthew Stafford, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it feels like, I don't know, it's a reoccurring thing. I'm just convinced they don't want to win. Julio Jones looked good. Ridley looked good. I said earlier that they need to feed Gurley, and Gurley carried the ball 24 times so or 23 times so that's good um and then on the other side they look good but they play carolina tonight um carolina's up by one but i originally predicted believe it or not i still got the falcons um you would have thought i had the falcons going undefeated as much as i picked them um i hope they can win i know that carolina's defense is pretty good um they played a whole lot better than i think people thought they would Derek brown's done good um, and then they drafted a rookie who won uh, Rookie of the Month, Defensive Rookie of the Month, Jeremy Chin, who's pretty good. He's looked so really he's good. He's falling lately. out, but way better than Isaiah really Simmons. Good, you know? Well, Isaiah Simmons got a pick six on Russell. No, not a pick six, but he did get an interception on Russell Wilson. I think in overtime uh, that won them the game. But that's another topic. Wow. Um, so, yeah, but uh, I. Well, I'm going to stick with my original prediction, no matter what the score is. Now, I had the Falcons winning. Um, I had the Falcons winning 38 to 21, but I don't know. Like, I don't know if the scoring how it is now, if it can still get that. But I had the Falcons by a long shot. I'll give them 21. Actually, no, I'll give them 24 to 20. I say they pull out another, like they pull out a close game. Yeah, I know y'all's defense isn't really good, but I thought Keanu Neal really played good on Sunday. I think Keanu Neal is really underrated. I think he's a really good safety. I think he had 12 tackles. Like, that's that's really good. Um, and it's good to see Cole, him That healthy. man got broke by Mike Davis. Mike Davis made one on, cut bro. move, and Cole, Keanu Neal folded. I was like, oh, my God. That's one of if the hardest-hitting safeties in the league. gladly send him to Dallas. You can gladly send him to Dallas. Yeah. He's one of the hardest-hitting safeties in the league, and just to see him fold to a truck <laughs> driver, it just hurts my feelings. Uh, Jeff yeah. Heath. Anyways, yeah, but uh, real quick, I want to talk about that Seattle and Arizona game. Did you guys watch mm. that, or do 
I that was insane. That was an insane that, game. Because yeah, I had Kyler Murray. Here's – look, in fantasy, I was up by 25 points. playing. Uh, I had Kyler Murray still going to play. He's my only one. And then I had I was going against Russell Wilson, the Seattle defense, and Tyler Lockett. Uh, no, you're done for. The you're only done. thing I needed was no. Tyler Lockett to not have 200 yards and three touchdowns. Or he, you know, he literally could have had 200 yards and two touchdowns on one one. I lost this game by like five points. And I really thought in overtime at the very end there, I was doing the math in my head. I was like, wait, if Kyler Murray throws a touchdown or runs one, that means that Seattle defense is going to lose points because that means they score. And Kyler's going to get a touchdown. That's just going to put me up. And, no, oh, man, that was an absolutely – I think that's the best game of the year to this point. One of the really best good games game. of a long time. But I remember seeing Russ throw that interception. Go pack uh, Russell Wilson. But um, when DK Metcalf ran down Buda Baker. Oh, my God, dude. That was insane. That was insane. Buda Baker isn't slow either. That's the thing. No, he's not. He's like Buda Baker's so underrated. He's so underrated. He's so good. But DK Metcalf. Oh, yeah, Buddha's good, man. Gosh. Yeah, he's he's good, but he's also the highest paid, so he's no longer underrated. Yeah, I guess I could see that. I just I just think of it at the point where it's like when people talk about safeties, like people obviously say like Jamal Adams, Harrison Smith, Earl Thomas, Tyron Matthew, guys like that. Like if I ask somebody, give me your top five safeties in the league or top five most talented safeties, I don't think like many people would say Buddha Baker. Like I feel like People who know football or analysts and stuff know that he's really good, but like household name wise, people don't really talk about Buda Baker as much as you'd they have should. to think about it hard to think of him. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. But that was an absolute insane. Yeah. That's kind of scary too. Like that man was several yards behind. Buda Baker, if you look at Buda Baker, he never like let up, like he caught a cramp or anything or ran out of breath. Oh. He was like full head of steam. And DK with that long stride just hulked him down. I'm like the middle like, of the end what, zone too. 15, 15 miles. 15, I said 15 miles. 15 did yards you, from the um, goal line. <clears throat> did you no, see but, what Derrick Henry said? Yeah. He he basically said like, if I was Buda Baker, I wouldn't have gone down there. Which is a true statement. If Buda Baker had any like ball carrying sense, because all Buda had to do was change direction once, and DK is not getting on um, tackling him there. He had to slow down. I guess he didn't know. I guess he didn't feel him. To, you they, know, no, you can see, you you can see in the him. video of Buda Baker. He's looking up at the Jumbotron, so he sees DK coming at him. <laughs> it looked like he tried to wave in his face, though. I That's don't know what if he I tried to wave or stiff arm DK Metcalf. And I was well, thinking, like, you tripping. Like, he up. was trying to. Yeah. I don't know. So all he had to do was just, like, stop short. Turn, turn and go right. Yeah, turn and go right, and I think he would have, he would have been there. He would have been there. It was a hell of a play. But yeah, I love that play. Uh, that reminds mm-hmm. me of the Julio Jones when he ran down someone a few years ago. Yeah. But um, either way, DK, hell of a game for him. Sucks he couldn't have that game-winning touchdown at the end. He got called back due to a block in the back. Yeah. But um, either way, great game. Moving on. Um, I'm taking this one first, Colt, because I got it right and you didn't. <clears throat> yeah, Cowboys. I went over four last week, dude. I went over four. I you picked I the missed Titans everything. too, didn't you? Yeah, I picked Steelers. the Titans. I missed everything. That was a hell of a game too. It was a great game, but um, a lot of good games. But the best game of the week was uh definitely gonna we're gonna have to have Cowboys and the football team. Uh, 
Here's some positive takeaways. I've got them written down. <laughs> okay. You guys can... <laughs> Ben DiNucci threw a really good pass to Amari Cooper. About yes, he did. 25 yards down the field, and then he fumbled the next play. But uh, now there's a new TikTok meme. There's not Trace McSorley anymore. It's Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci. <laughs> um, he's going to get the start. I don't even – I don't know. What I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh. Demarcus Lawrence looked pretty good. Who did? Uh, Cowboys, we just traded away Everson Griffin. Just cut Dontari Poe and Dora Worley, finally. Dora Hallelujah. But um, who else? What else? Nobody uh, wanted Andy to pick Dalton. him up. Who? Nobody wanted to pick them two up because I remember they said if nobody could pick them up, they're going under. I would want to I would never say that because that just literally says, oh, just don't trade for them. We'll pick them up. Like, we'll literally sign them as soon as they get cut. That's so stupid. I don't know how it works, but that just seems like what they do. But, yeah, going on, uh, Andy Dalton got absolutely nailed on a dirty, cheap shot hit from Bostick. John Bostick. Yeah. Yeah, John Bostick. I mean, Andy Dalton obviously sliding already down, gets hit in the head. His head bangs off the ground. Helmet comes off. He was out cold, I believe. Most likely. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell by the way Amari Cooper reacted in that. He instantly threw his hands up, like, oh, damn, like, damn. But um, as everyone was saying, nobody on the Cowboys really seemed to, like, in a way, care, it seems like. Like, nobody fought back about it, you know? And especially if it's your quarterback, you can't do that. And I saw a lot of people on the internet, they were kind of hating. They're like, well, Amy Dalton came into the huddle when Dak got hurt and was being co- or cocky. Because he said, I'm here to win a football game. Like, no, you can't, no like, come on. God. But at this point in the season, if Ben DiNucci goes out there and throws like five touchdowns this week, I want the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. But if not, um, obviously, I want to stay down, tank, get a good pick, get somebody for our secondary. But uh, this week, we play Philly on Sunday night football. Carson Wentz sucks. He's really bad at football. Uh, maybe the number 20 quarterback in the league, 22, somewhere <laughs> around there. I, I don't like Carson Wentz only because everyone overrates him like crazy. Hey, just the other day I was talking to him. He's like, well, Carson Wentz has a Super Bowl ring. Like, no, he – like, okay, uh, yeah, he technically does. But so did – Jimmy Grappolo has two. Like, come on. But, like, no, I'm not going to lie. I've got Philly in this game. Do I want Cowboys to win? I want the Cowboys to win three more games this year. I want them to beat Philly twice, and I want them to beat the Steelers. That, that's all. That's all. I've got Philly winning this game. Colt. Yeah, so there's not many good takeaways from this. Um, ben DiNucci came in and threw a dot. It was a hell of a throw. <laughs> a singular dot. dot. <laughs> a singular dot. You know, Michael Gallup, zero catches. CeeDee Lamb, zero catches. Hey, I, bottled up. Oh, real quick, pause, pause, pause. Last week I called it that Deontay Johnson would have a career game. I did call that. The man had like 100-some yards and two touchdowns, best game of his career so far. I accidentally had him on the bench in fantasy. I started seeing – How are you going to say that and not follow through? What? How are you going to say that and not follow through? Like, you you put him on the bench. You were supposed to start him. No, I didn't mean – I didn't mean to. Like, I didn't think about it. I set my lineup on like Tuesday – Anyways, go ahead, Cole. Yeah, so on the offense, I have zero uh, positive spots. Um, 
I mean, when your two receivers have no touch uh, grabs, I guess Amari Cooper had an okay game. Um, Nobody fought back when Andy got hurt pretty bad. And it just made me think back. Like, I'm thinking the last time that Dallas actually cared for something. The last time that something like that happened and I saw retaliation from Dallas and it made me smile was Monday Night Football when they played the Tennessee Titans. Um, And it was from somebody who doesn't even play for us anymore. It was Byron Jones. I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, the Titans got an interception and then they went out to the star and like, like did the star on the star and was like disrespecting. And there's like, there's like six or seven Titans players just sitting there. Byron Jones goes by himself and shoves all of them off and like protects the stars. I mean, I always love Byron Jones. That's, that's, that's good. You love to see that on defense. Um, Trayvon Diggs got absolutely burnt on one play. Terry McLaurin, like, no double move, no no, no stick and go. No, it, he just ran right by him. They were jawing back and forth. I guess he got overconfident. Talking trash. Just went right by him. With the exception of that play, I thought Diggs played well. Um, I say that every week. Diggs is going to be a good player. He's going to be a great player. Um, so, screw that game. We're going into next week. Um, I've he got dropped Philadelphia another pick, too. or he dropped two more picks this past week. He's got it. Like he, he's he got to catch the ball. ball. He would have like seven interceptions right now. <laughs> no cap. So going into this week, um, I think Philadelphia. If I'm Philadelphia, I'm putting eight people in the box. Um, I'd mix up, blitz some, not blitz some, but I'd put what like normally I wouldn't say this, but I'm putting one on one coverage with Coop, CD, and Gallup, and I'm making Danucci beat us. Zeke's not gonna beat us. Um, I'd put seven or eight guys in the box if I were them. I've got Philadelphia winning the game. Um, I don't think – I really don't think it's going to be close. I've got Philadelphia 27-10. to 10. I think Dallas struggles to score points again. Um, we get a touchdown this first, game. I think Zeke will finally get in the end zone. God, I hope so. I have him in fantasy. Um, it just sucks watching it from a Dallas perspective because it's like the first five weeks. Our problem was defense, and we're of no shortage of points. Um, now our problem is still defense, but when you <laughs> – you're putting up three points a game, 10 points a game. It just kind of sucks to watch. Um, it is what it is. I think Philadelphia wins this game fairly easy. It's in Philadelphia. No Miles Sanders, no Dallas Goddard, no Jalen Rager, and no Zach Ertz. I really don't think any of that matters. I think they'll still win easily. I've got it 27 to 10 Philadelphia. Yeah. Trip, talking about um, the pure dominance of the Washington football team. Is that what you want me to talk about? <laughs> um, um, Antonio Gibson had a career game, which no, he had a my career favorite, game. real quick, let me stop you there. My favorite absolute thing was the graphic of Antonio Gibson's never had more than like what 65 yards in a game or something like that. Yeah, into the first yeah, quarter, the, the first man had half. 70 yards or something. Yeah, Dallas yeah. run defense for you. Yeah, um, it was it was pretty much given to him as well because we didn't have to throw or anything because y'all literally could not get any yards. I think y'all had like a hundred something mid hundreds. Is that right? I don't know. But um, it's not. Once Andy Dalton went out, even though Andy Dalton didn't do much either, um, y'all really gave up then. Um, defense, your defense looked. I'm I'm gonna say terrible because it did. Um. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, especially against Washington, our our offense sucks. We have Terry McLaurin, and we're developing um, Antonio Gibson. Everything else is absolute garbage, and you let us run down your throats. Um, Lance Thomas, baby, or Logan Thomas, the, Logan Thomas, the QB turn tight end. Yes, yes, yeah. he was our emergency, emergency, emergency quarterback. 
but yeah, um, I, I picked up a fantasy. I had to. Um, do I have this? Do I have this game pulled up? Oh, I do. Um, Peyton Barber for the Redskins still sucks. He um, did I ever tell you about that, st- that stat about Peyton Barber? He had like 38 for carries for the year, and like 15 were less than one yard. If that tells you how good he's been doing for us. Um, hey. There's nothing really else to go about. I mean, Chase Young did Chase Young. Holcomb had a career game. Um, former UNC Tar Heel had a career game. Landon Collins done for the year. And, um, yeah, we we tried, we messaged – or we didn't message. We talked to Eric Reed, um, safety, former Carolina Panther. Um, and we offered, we offered him a practice squad spot. And he denied it. So, it is what it is. I, I guess we're still in the, the race for the NFC East. Dallas can yes. literally be in first place this week if everything happens the right way. If the Dallas wins, Giants lose, we're tied for first. Giants aren't anywhere near. Well, we still need if to we win, win, we're in first place because the Redskins yeah. have yeah. a bye. So if yeah. we win, we're in first. <laughs> I don't know. I hope Maybe. Danucci does well. I really do. I hope he does well. I want to see a seventh round pick for a football team. <laughs> You Trust say? me, Ryan. You're you're, you're gonna be you're gonna be like the the red the sorry Washington has been the past few years without a quarterback and you can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, no, I know this is. The, I, mean, I keep comparing this to 2015 when Romo went down. Then we had who Brandon Whedon, Matt Castle, yeah. Kellen Moore. Oh man, that's, no, we, I mean, that we, team was better than this team because our defense was halfway decent. We were in games. At least you're not doing what we pulled off and had to use Mark Sanchez and. Josh Johnson, and now we're on Kyle Allen as our quarterback. Mm, Josh Johnson. I forgot about that. Matt Garbage. The, the, the only reassuring thing about Dallas is we have our franchise quarterback. Hoping to God he stays. Please, Dak. Please stay. We, we need you, baby. We need we'll you. take a six-rounder for Dwayne. No, but I don't want yeah, Dwayne I will Haskins. literally I want... trade a six-round pick for Dwayne Haskins. I promise you I would. I want, I want Fitzpatrick. <laughs> but Kyle Allen had a good game, but Fitzpatrick would be so much fun to watch. Like, <laughs> my, my thing, like, a lot of people are saying that the Cowboys need Fitzpatrick. No, because, no, for the sole purpose why, why of Andy, and, Andy Dalton is not bad. And if think about it. If Dak Prescott was essentially, what, two and three with the team that's going on right now. And Dak Prescott is easily, without a doubt, everybody can agree, a top 10 at least quarterback, without a doubt, to every competent NFL fan. And Fitzpatrick isn't a top 10 quarterback. Andy Dalton is not horrible. And Fitzpatrick just wouldn't really change it. He just chucked the ball down the field. He's a gunslinger. Like, I mean, but still, he wouldn't have more than two seconds without beat up high school JV offensive line, you know. When, Martin's back. Martin's back this week. Oh, yay. One of them. He is. Out of five. One of them, baby. <laughs> I'm going to tell you who y'all really need. Y'all need Dex back up from Mississippi State. That's a free agent right now. Nick Fitzgerald. That man was all right, man. That's what you really need. Seems like you don't have a choice. I think he'll do it for a can of Pringles or something. Uh, I, I think one team needs to um, give a call down to New Orleans and get another gunslinger in Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. I'd I love Jameis on my team. I'd love I don't him. know. 
Jameson. I was reading the training camp notes for like not training camp, but like practice notes, and they asked like Gallup and Jalen Smith and Amari Cooper about Danucci. They said he's a gunslinger, like he throws the ball down the field, and that is completely okay with me. Take some shots, big boy. So I don't know. He said they said that they clocked him at 21 miles an hour running. I mean, damn, we might have a dual threat quarterback here, dude. Tyler Murray, who? Speaking of, <laughs> there's my transition. Uh, real quick, my MB, our MVP picks. Who are, I'd say, go with three guys off the top of your head. My three. Russell Wilson. He was my original pick to win. I feel confident about that. My number two, uh, Aaron Donald. He's looking good. He has, what, eight sacks already? Yeah. Then my dark horse from the beginning of the year, Kyler Murray. I love Kyler Murray. He's playing so well. He looks good. He's had a few really bad turnovers, but other than that, he's played nearly flawless this year. Best you can I ask for a quarterback. I agree. That's who I've got. Who's y'all's three? I'll go. I'll go. Um, number one, Russell Wilson, of course. Um, he's just dominating. I have him in fantasy in my big league. Um, I just had someone on my top of my head. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. He's just that good. I've seen six and one. He's not even like doing as much as he needs to be doing. Um, and then my third pick, I would go Derek Henry of the Tennessee Titans. He is having a wonderful year, if I must say so. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go first off, obviously, Russell Wilson, because why not? The man's got magic in his fingertips. Mm-hmm. Uh, number Pat. two, number two uh, Aaron Rodgers, because why not? He's back. He told y'all. He told y'all. He tried to tell y'all. Now he's showing us. Besides that ugly, oh, that ugly Tampa Bay game, and then for I'm gonna do the same thing for the dark horse. Um, let's see for a dark horse. Let me think. Let me think. What does dark horse even mean? Random. Like what? Like not not, like not somebody what does it that, mean? Somebody coming from from like like from the shadows, like okay, unexpected. Like, how does that saying like come somebody up biblical? I would think. I would think anyway. I don't know. I would hope because you know. Uh, let's see. Third, third. I don't, I don't know who's been making a difference. Miles Garrett has eight and a half sacks. Uh, I think. No, I'm a. Okay. You know what? I'm a. I'm gonna say it. I don't care. No, I'm not mean. gonna say him. Colin, <laughs> let me go through the list. Spit it Matt out, Keith. I can't think of anybody. <laughs> I'm gonna just go with Kelvin Ridley. It's either it's either Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. I don't have any dark horses because everybody's average to me right now. Like nothing <laughs> really stands out to me. To me. At this at this point now, I, don't, I mean, everything is weird, bro. Like I don't know, I don't know who you want me to say. Like I don't know who I've seen make that much of a difference on defense. I mean, Aaron Donald, but I mean, he's not a dark horse. Like if he gets it, nobody's surprised. I would think. Shoot, Buda Baker then dark horse. There, there you go, Buda Baker, dark horse. No, <laughs> yeah. he has two picks Buda this Baker, year. Dark horse. That's all. It's it's a it's it's a it's some games to go. He gonna he's gonna earn that check. Believe <laughs> that. He's gonna earn that check. Cole. And then Please. he's gonna get never mind. 
Colt, please. Help my, me. my number one MVP candidate this year is Kendall Fuller. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Kendall Fuller is playing. He's trying well, to play me. He's trying to play me. He's playing well. He's playing really good. Um, number one, I got Russell Wilson. Um, Russell Wilson's balling out. I feel like if my MVP pick to start the year was still playing, I think he'd be number one. I had Dak, but it is what it is. Um, Russell Wilson. Number two, I'm going with the best quarterback in the NFL, most talented quarterback of all time, Patrick Mahomes. Um, and then number three, my dark horse, Ryan, you t- took it from me. You stole it. You said it right before my turn. I'm going with Miles Garrett. He has nine sacks on the year. He's leading the NFL in sacks. I think he had about three or four against Dallas, but that's not really saying much against our tackles, Terrence Steele and Brandon Knight at the time, both undrafted rookies. Um, yeah, I've got those three guys, Wilson, Mahomes, and then Garrett. I think Garrett's really underrated. I think he's one of the best edge rushers in the league. Well, I guess that's not really underrated. I guess people know that, but I think he's in the top three. I think he's top three. He was edge drafted rusher first. <laughs> I think he's top three edge rusher in the league. He had like nine sacks last year before he whacked what's his face with a helmet. Like, I know, Mason Rudolph, yeah, tough case. <laughs> okay. I don't. I hate football. I'm never watching it again. Shout out Dang. Dak Prescott for snapping his ankle. Shout out Devin. No, Ryan, no, if I, if I watch it, you definitely have to watch it. I'm watching it right now, so you have to go through it too. All right. Speaking of sports, Keith watches uh, MLB baseball last night, or what was it, last night, two nights ago? Yeah, it was two nights ago, Tuesday night. The Los Angeles baseball Dodgers beat the Tampa Bay, no longer called Devil Rays, in the World Series. Dodgers' first World Series since 88, back when Kurt Gibson was cranking that elbow going around second base. Yeah, I mean, no no real concerns. Uh, One thing I do want to talk about, Kevin Cash – taking out Blake Snell, your ace, who was fairly rested for the playoffs more than he has been, taking him out after giving up, what, one hit, two hits? One hit. One hit on 70-some pitches in the sixth inning. Oh, man, if I was Blake Snell, he might be the ugliest guy in MLB, but I felt for him. He was pissed. Now, what's that got to do with him, you being sad for? What does Dak Prescott's backup at Mississippi State have to do with anything? I don't know. It seems like y'all needed the help. Anyways. That's, that's like, uh, that wouldn't happen with um, Matt Harvey. Instead, Matt Harvey went back out and um, threw the game for us in 2015 when he told Terry Collins he was not going to be taken out. I don't know. Bro, who was Terry Collins? He's the old Mets manager from like all right, that's all you got fired yeah. about three years ago. I don't know. I feel like I feel like anybody that's ever played a game of baseball in your life, and if you've pitched and you're a pitcher, you you you're on that mound. You definitely don't want to come out of the game, especially when you've gone five and a third, one hit. Um, he just allowed a hit to the nine hole Austin Barnes, um, and the leadoff was coming up bets. Um, they were prior to that point, them taking out of the game, he was the, the, the top three, which is um, Betts, Seeger, and Turner in that order. Turner, who actually got yanked in the middle of the game because of a positive COVID test. That's insane. Um, went 0 for 6 against him in the game. 0 for 6. So it's like, I don't know. If I'm Cash, I would have rode the hot arm, but there's a reason why he won manager of the year and I didn't. Um, I mean, I guess I see his logic. Tampa Bay probably has the best bullpen in the MLB. 
They've got a bench of arms. They had a day off. They were rested. But like you said, Ryan, Blake Snell was also really rested, and he's really one of the elite pitchers in the MLB. So I would rode the hot arm. It obviously came back to bite him because Betts came up and hit a double. Um, my guy Mookie should have been World Series MVP, my baby. But I'm going to say that just because I'm biased. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The city of champions, Los Angeles, the best player in the league, LeBron James, and the best player in the league. No, Aaron it's Judge. not Mike Trout. It's Mookie Betts. It's Mookie uh, Betts. Anyways, no. Um, one thing One thing about Kevin Cash, I will maybe because there's like an unwritten rule in baseball. Like you never, as a pitcher, want to see the lineup three times. Something yeah, yeah, similar yeah. to that. And maybe he was thinking that, but at the same time, he had 72 pitches. Right. I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough call. Like it. It's definitely easier to say as fans than it is when he's in that spot, the World Series, and you're down three to two. But I would have rode the hot arm, but that's just me. You're yeah. ace all year. But uh, going on, uh, Mookie Betts, people like Cole, I know that you're kind of joking when you say Mookie deserved that. No, no, no. He definitely should not have won World Series. Oh, I, I was about to say, I know you're kind of joking. I definitely thought it should have went to Kershaw. I'm just a Mookie fan. Like, I'm just going to say that. I love Mookie Betts, but I thought it, I thought World Series MVP should have been Kershaw. I thought he pitched two stellar games. Yeah, my my top three guys for World Series MVP were obviously Corey Seager. Man, he like 450 in the yes. playoffs or in the World Series alone. Bunch of RBIs, everything. But then you have – Clayton Kershaw, he went 2-0, had two great performances, only gave up three runs in two games and, what, like 13 innings, something like that? Yeah. That's dumb. That's amazing. And then I have Tyler Glasnow. He looked pretty good in the games he played, and I'm pretty sure he had a win. Tyler Glasnow over Randy? Rosa Randy. Randy Rosa Reina. Just because, like, if you had to give it, they're not going to give it to a position player on the losing MVP? team, MVP? They would 100% give it to Randy if, if the Rays won. Why? No he chance Glass now team. wins that. They would never give it to a losing team like that. Not six games. Okay. Trip, who are your three? Who are you guys? Justin three Turner's MVPs? up there as well. I mean, there's, there's literally only two choices, a Seager or a Kershaw, so – I would even Kershaw because Seager didn't have that good of a game, the M6, but it's whatever. I mean, either one of them should have won, and they did. Another thing, Justin Turner got pulled in, what, the seven, sixth inning, seventh inning, somewhere around yeah, there? Yeah, it was late. It was late. Because of a positive corona test, he goes out there tells everyone, yeah, it was really hard to not celebrate with my team, but yet you look in those pictures, who's out there celebrating with the team? Heck yeah. Justin Turner. No mask. I mean, everything. Smack dab in the middle of every picture, too. Yep. No mask. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, can, I can see his want to go out there. You know what I'm saying? And you just won the World Series, and, and you went how many years, and you lost to Houston, you lost to Boston. But I, I, I feel like somebody, for health reasons, should have held him back because it's not only the roster out there. But the, the, the players' families were out there, and there was kids out there as well. Like, I know Mookie Betts' kid was out there. I just know that off the pictures. I follow him on Instagram. But I'm just saying, in general, there was a bunch of people out there. Um, I understand his excitement. They just won the World Series. I'd be extremely hyped, too. But I don't know. I, I feel like there's got to be a, a, a bit more safety precaution. For as well as they've done all year for the MLB and, and finishing the season like they did, I feel like right there they've got to end it. Okay, put on a mask or, or stay in the clubhouse, do something. Yeah, that and then uh, <laughs> Rob Manfred, absolutely. I thought he was having a stroke on live TV. 
every time he spoke, he had no clue what was going on. And I already don't like him because of what he said about the Astros and everything like that. He's like, eh, it's just a piece of metal, the championship. So everybody absolutely booing him and him having no clue what's going on. That's the perfect way to end baseball in 2020. Yes, I agree. And another perfect ending will be to this podcast episode. I want to give a huge shout out to Pub Sports Talk. Those guys over there, I obviously checked them out. They're over there. They're hitting thousands and thousands of listens. I'm proud of them. Happy for them. Make sure when they open up their merch again, you guys grab some. Don't forget to check out the circuits either. I'll be around some of those guys this weekend, maybe filming a little bit. But um, make sure to check them out. Always link. Link is down there for you guys. Uh, I want to thank you, Trip, Keith, Colt. Thank you guys for being on. Trip, you have any shout outs you want to give? Sam Howell. <laughs> the goat, Sam Howell, baby. Keith. Man. Shout out you all. Shout out everything positive. Keep Except going. Keep doing great. Yeah. We got HIV. Oh, oh, oh. All right, chill. Magic um, Johnson. Go out and vote. Do your Christian and American duties and go out there and vote. Let your voice be heard. All that stuff. Facts. Cool. Facts, facts. Um, no, I don't got no shout outs. Thank you for having me. It's always a good time. All right. Well, there we go. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to share this, like this. Follow us on Instagram at Sports. We'll see you guys next week.